Hi, everybody. This is Moshe Fried, and welcome to the very 93rd episode of the Class Stars podcast. Today, I want to talk about whether teachers are being pickpocketed right in class. The big question is, how do teachers like us, who are being pulled in so many directions, with so many demands and so much to do, how do we make sure that we not only get through our lesson as planned, but also make sure that every child is noticed every day, and that each one gets the attention they need to succeed? That is the question, and the Class Stars podcast is here to give you the answer. Here is your host, Moshe Freed. If you've ever been pickpocketed, you know how humiliating it feels to put your hand into your pocket and reach for something that you know should be there only to come up empty-handed. It's a terrible, terrible feeling. You feel violated. You feel confused, overwhelmed, upset, at a loss. There's so many different ways of describing it. But the truth of the matter is that there's really two kinds of pickpocketers. There's the pickpocketer that is actually trying to get stuff from you to steal. But there's also the pickpocketer that you see performing, you know, the entertainer pickpocketer, where they actually call up a volunteer on a stage and they make a show out of it. They say, who wants to volunteer? And I'll pickpocket them. And of course, some innocent, poor person, um, I don't mean financially poor, but, you know, unassuming, unfortunate guy gets up there or girl and and then is you know the the performer proceeds to take their watch off take their wallet out of their pocket you know whatever else they might have and and completely you know so to speak undress them right in front of the entire crowd and i remember years ago watching one pickpocketer and he described the way he does it he said that the the idea of pickpocketing is that you need to draw the attention of your of your victim, so to speak. You draw the attention away from where you're going to pickpocket. So, for example, you might you might you know put your hand on their shoulder, tap them on the shoulder, and that calls their attention towards that, and then you're able to take something out of their pocket, or you pull their attention. You know, you snap your finger and you pull their attention away from wherever it is and you, you slip off their watch and you, and you do it like that. It's, it's, it's misdirecting people away from where you actually want to do your work. And when you do this on stage, it's very entertaining, obviously, for the people in the audience. I try as best as I can never to volunteer for these things because, you know, I know, <laughs> I just know what it looks like and it's not something that I really want to put myself through. But I do appreciate all those who do do it. Thank you. If you're one of those people do, that do volunteer, thank you very much. I appreciate it. And all of us who are amused by this appreciate it. Now, what do I mean that teachers are being pickpocketed? The idea here is that teachers' attention is their most valuable resource. Where you focus your attention, problems tend to be solved. Whatever you are focused on, wherever you're looking at, there you can solve problems. You could be part of the solution. A lot of good things are going to happen there. The problem is that in a classroom, the environment can be so chaotic, and I don't mean that it's out of control. It could be controlled chaos. But the idea here is that it's very easy to be pickpocketed. What do I mean by that? Is that your, your attention is being pulled away from where it should be. 
What do I mean that it should be? What I mean is that there's a particular student or there's a particular situation that might need your attention. But instead of focusing on that, you're looking in a different direction. And so this student or this situation goes unseen, goes unnoticed, flies under the radar, right? So the question is, you know, are are you going to have that same kind of feeling? In many cases, not, because you might not even realize that this thing happened. It's almost like the person being pickpocketed and then not even realizing that they were pickpocketed. They go back to the audience and then the guy's like, oh, by the way, you, you, you know, you forgot this, you know, and, and then you hold up the guy, you know, the performer holds up the guy's wallet and waves it in the ear for everybody to see, you know, how foolish the guy looks. And again, it's not that the guy's actually foolish, of course, but it's part of the act. So the question is, how can we avoid being pickpocketed in class as teachers? How can we avoid these things happening where there are so many things going on and we're not paying attention? There's no foolproof way to do it. There's no foolproof way to do it. The way our brains work is that we can focus on one thing at a time and we try to shift from task to task. Now, some teachers are naturally gifted and they're able to have a broad vision of the, you know, they, they're able to see the forest and that kind of gives you that broad perspective. You're not going to get the trees. You're not going to get the individualized perspective as much. Other teachers are gifted in the way that they are able to see the details, they're able to see the trees. They're not going to see the forest. So they lose that perspective. And the key is being able to shift back and forth, to be able to know which one you need to look at. I had an interesting conversation with somebody today about teachers focusing on the individual student or on the community, which I thought was interesting because the community is made up of individual students. And so, of course, it's important that everyone in the community have a voice and we should highlight every individual within the community's voice and they may express themselves in different ways, but ultimately the teacher as the adult in the room is responsible to make sure that everyone has a voice, is responsible to make make sure that every voice is heard. And that can only happen if you are cognizant and consciously mindful of each and every voice in your community. You need to make sure that everybody is being seen, is being heard, and that requires a conscious effort. It's interesting that in an orchestra, the conductor, who is very often considered to be you know, the main you know, feature, the, the main event, the, the orchestra is highlighted by the conductor, right? Led by, you know, whatever the guy's name is. That person doesn't make any noise. That person, the conductor, does not make any sound in the orchestra. At best, they have a stick and they wave the stick back and forth. Maybe they tap the stick, the stick, you know, in the beginning, just to get everybody's attention or to keep some kind of time. But they're they're completely, completely soundless. Yet the music is all credited to them, and the reason is because they are mindful of each and every instrument. They're making sure that every instrument is in time, is at the right tone, the right pitch, the right volume level. That it all comes together, and I very often think of a teacher that way as a facilitator. Yes, there's a lesson to be taught. Of course, there's a lesson to be taught. That's really, really important. But what's also important is that every student is seen, is heard, and your attention is ready to go in the direction where it needs to go. Now, obviously, if you're familiar with my work and you've listened to other podcasts, you know that I'm a big proponent of the Class Stars app. I'm a big proponent. I, you know, I developed it. 
Now, the idea of the Class Stars app is exactly that. It's to allow teachers to know which students need their attention. It's to allow teachers to be directed in the direction of the student that needs their attention the most. And that's something that is fluid, that's constantly changing. When you come into class in the morning, there might be two students that need to be prioritized for your encouragement, for your support. And an hour later, it could be two different students. And this is something that can be shifting constantly throughout the day, constantly throughout the week, throughout the month. And unless you have an understanding of how you're going to address this in a way that is practical, chances are you're going to be pickpocketed. Chances are you're going to be focused somewhere, which you know might be important, but not the most important, or you'll be missing out on something that's critical. So we basically ask teachers to prioritize students in two ways. Number one, every student needs, deserves to be seen and encouraged and supported every day. So that could mean in your class, again, depending on a variety of factors, age, um, their level of maturity, development, you know, each one needs to be met where they're at. And every student needs to have some form of positive feedback every single day. No student should come to school and be ignored the entire day. And that's tier one. And Class Stars makes that super simple. You swipe up on every kid as you give them this encouragement, this positive feedback. And when you come into the beginning of the day, you look at the two-day positive feedback meter and see which two or three kids need to be prioritized for positive feedback on my first round of encouragement. And you prioritize those kids. Then you can begin to teach your lesson. And when that segment of the lesson is over, you take a look at your class stars screen again and you see, okay, now which handful of kids need to be prioritized for the second round of encouragement? And you prioritize those kids. And again, what's important to realize is that positive feedback is not something that children need to earn. Necessarily, there is plenty of room for children to earn things. They can earn praise too when they answer questions correctly and things like that. But even if they're not ready to answer questions correctly, they need to be engaged. They need to be supported. They need to feel safe. They need to feel like they can speak up and it's not going to be the end of the world. And a lot of kids don't feel that way. That's just the reality of the situation. So Class Stars helps you do that, and that's tier one. Tier two is that the kids that are struggling need even more positive support. They need even more encouragement. And so that's where the border color comes in that measures the ratios because you record misbehavior by swiping down. And misbehavior is, a student, is in many cases a student's way of reaching out for help. Kids don't always come to us and say, excuse me, I need help. They don't always do it that way. Sometimes they just get aggravated easily. Sometimes they just can't hold it together. There are all different reasons why. But if a student has a pattern of misbehavior, you can take that as a sign that they're reaching out for help and they need even more encouragement. And there's research that suggests that maintaining a ratio of three to one positive to negative interactions or five to one or seven to one is very useful. Okay, now you might not be able to have seven to one with every single kid in your class. There might be some kids that are just acting out a lot and that's okay, but at least you're cognizant of this. And tier two is that after you've prioritized everyone, so everyone's gotten a fair amount of positive feedback in the last two days, now you're looking for those kids that are struggling that need even more. And now you prioritize them and make sure that they're getting the support and encouragement that they need. So we have now a system, a proactive system. We're prepared. We're prepared. We're like the conductor. We're prepared for what's coming. We know that kids need support. We know that, and we've seen this in the pandemic, 
that the reason why kids are struggling is not because the information is not available to them. That's not how it works in the United States and in many places in the world. There are some places where they just don't have the information. But in many places, when kids are coming to school, they do have the information. The textbooks are there. The information is there. They need the encouragement and support of the teacher. So let's try to do our best to make sure not to get pickpocketed. You don't need to use Class Stars, but Class Stars makes this super simple to keep track. And you could download it for free on the iPad App Store, on Google Play, and on Microsoft. So check it out. Let me know what you think. And I will see you again next week. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning into the Class Stars podcast. To learn more about our vision for education, subscribe to us, visit our website, take our free training, sign up for the newsletter, and follow us on social media. Join the revolution in education and become a Class Stars today, empowering educators one episode at a time.